0: Welcome to Balanced Hormones, Balanced Life Podcast. This is Dana Palmer. I'm your host. Thanks for joining me as I discuss all things to do with health, hormones, and everything in between. Good morning. Thanks for joining and welcome to episode 56. Actually, good whatever time of the day it is. Just thanks for listening. Um, Today, I want to talk about emotional or being emotionally fragile because I hear this quite a bit, um, especially on consultation calls with clients that different times of the month, or just in general, they, um, are emotionally fragile and they can't really tie it to anything. And, um, it just feels like an over, over, overwhelming feeling that is just there all the time. Um, and so I want to just, um, address this. So first of all, I want you to just think about when we're talking about being emotionally fragile, what, um, your brain comes up with. Does that mean like you just go into crying spurts? Does it mean that you, um, you know, people say things and you flip out on them? So kind of in your mind, determine if, if you do deal with this and you do have that uh, more likelihood to be more emotionally fragile, that you um, kind of determine that what that looks like for you. And the reason is, is because It's a little bit different for everyone else, like for different people. Some people it feels like, like I said, crying all the time or everything puts them into tears. Other people they're just ticked off, like they easily get ticked off um, about something. Um, So kind of determine what that is for you. And I want you to think about what the word fragile means because whether you agree that this is how you feel or not, the word fragile means like it's easily broken, damages easily, it's flimsy, um, kind of like an insustainable uh, object or thing or emotion. So if that's what it kind of feels like, then um, even if it's not all the time, but when you do feel it, I think it's really important that you listen to this one and address some of this stuff or all of it actually, because it's so important. So when I'm talking about hormones, I want you to remember that estrogen is going to be the hormone that um creates i don't know it it's the helps you feel better helps you feel happy hormone it's a lot higher during your week of ovulation or it should be a lot higher during your week of ovulation that's the hormone that's going to make you want to be more intimate it's going to make you feel more attractive um so when the estrogen is not at the right levels sorry then your then you're going to feel this a lot more you're going to feel this emotional fragility a lot more simply because you don't have the estrogen in your blood or in your body so this kind of ties to the low estrogen podcast that i did so if you haven't listened to that one i would suggest going back and listening to that one also to get a lot of good help and a lot of um ideas of what's going on with your low estrogen so with this one with the low um, estrogen and the emotional fragility, right? That it's important to see that estrogen or remember that estrogen affects the brain. Um, Actually, it affects all parts of the body, but in the brain, it really does have um, very close connections to uh, like all part, most parts of the brain that have to do with emotions and your cognitive ability. it increases your serotonin levels, and it increases the number of receptors for serotonin levels. So, if you're feeling um, this and it feels like it's getting worse, simply stated that you're um, not producing any more um, serotonin receptors in your brain. And serotonin is the hormone that's going to make it's that feel good hormone that you um, feel calm and peaceful. That's that's the serotonin in your body. So, the there's direct ties between estrogen and serotonin. Also, um, different parts of the brain, the amygdala, the hippocampus, the prefrontal cortex, all of those have to do with your emotional state status, your emotional or and your cognitive abilities, and those are all highly affected by estrogen. So. If you're dealing with this, I think that you need to make sure and understand that you do have control. You can fix this. You just have to take it to the depth and the understanding that you have not taken it to before. The thing that I have seen the most with people dealing with this emotional fragility is that um, when I ask them about the way that they talk to themselves in their heads, you know they kind of you know well I'm just normal I say you know I don't always say the nicest things but when it comes down to it it's um these people that have emotional this emotional fragility right it it is one of the times that um your brain well actually your brain gets no reprieve from a stressful conversation in your head let's just put it that way so if you're constantly saying mean things to yourself and like it's this sounds so generic and simple but for the uh, the truth be said like when you're constantly breaking yourself down tearing yourself down constantly see you can't do anything right see you can't even fold the clothes right you can't even say the right words when you're trying to talk when you're constantly doing that kind of stuff or you're constantly comparing yourself to others it's like you have an abuser in your head and For those of us that have been in abusive relationships, we know that that outside person, yeah, we put up with it for quite some time, but there's always those days when we just wanna draw the line and say no more. And for those of us that can do that, um, that have been able to do that, we know how much better it feels once we're away from that person, right? But when it's constantly in your head and it's constant and it feels like you're just stating facts about yourself, your brain um, feels very threatened and your like I've said before your womanhood is completely threatened by your attacks on yourself and they might not seem super um, serious or dangerous but I can guarantee you if they're happening all day long then they are dangerous and they are very threatening and um, what What happens is your brain feels so out of control, at least when someone outside of you is saying them, there's a little tiny bit of glimpse like, I could run from this person, I could hide from them, I could plug my ears, right? There's all of these things that you could do if the abuser, the person saying the, the words, the negative words is outside of you, but when they're inside of you, there's literally no getting away from them, and your brain knows that, and your brain Feels very um, out of control and when it's feeling out of control we also have been able to I've been able to see this with many clients it's not just your brain that it's affecting it's like I said that womanhood it's your female parts and your where your ovaries are producing the estrogen this feels very threatened and so it normally decreases the amount of estrogen that it's producing So let's think about this. I always bring it back to a very primal state because for me, that's like the easiest way for me to understand it. So if I'm feeling threatened by an outside party, I live in a tribe feeling threatened and especially by someone saying really mean things to me, the last thing that I want to do or my brain sees that I should do is to be able to produce a child. Because why would I bring a child into a very dangerous situation, right? I've used this example before, but I think it's the most, um, the one that hits home the most. Why would I make it so that I added more stress to not only myself, but to the tribe? I probably won't be able to provide for this child if I'm in such a stressful situation. And so my body does what it needs to, to be able to protect me. And so one of the main things that it does is it makes me weaker and not quite as attractive to the opposite sex especially when I'm um, in you know a, a tribe and there's only so many of me if I'm the fragile one that's always broken down the the other men no one's gonna find me attractive because of that state that I'm in and that's exactly what my body wants to happen is it doesn't want anybody to think I'm attractive so I see this with people that um, are are trying to find someone to date, trying to build themselves up. It kind of is a thing that you have to take both ends of the rope. You have to be able to say, okay, this is literally what's biologically happening, and then I need to take the time to grasp the other end and make my body feel so it's not so threatened. The key is that most of the time, It's not that outside person, right? It's us inside of us talking like this to ourselves. So when we're having those doubts about ourselves, when we're tearing ourselves down the minute we get out of the shower, that we're tearing ourselves down when we are standing in front of the mirror, when we're, you know, put our jeans on and we look down and we think our thighs look fat and then we go off on a tangent about that. When there's no reprieve, our body and our brain feels totally threatened. And so it's really understanding what you really literally think about yourself, like no sugarcoating it, but like the underlying thoughts that you feel about yourself. And, um, when, when, when you're doing this, I want you to really stay connected to your physical body because when you're having so many negative thoughts, you're up in your head, there's so much of a story going on and, um, that, that's one of the things that makes your hormones and your body feel so out of control. So you've got to bring it back to your physical body. So I, I repeat these steps all of the time. The first step is get into your physical body. So pull yourself out of your head, get into your physical body. So maybe you're going to address this. You're going to sit there with yourself and you're going to think about the way you talk to yourself, okay? Okay. You're going to maybe ask that question. What's the, some of the underlying things I think about myself? Then you're going to very clearly listen to your physical body. Stay out of your head once your start thoughts start to flow. Pay attention to what you feel. Do you feel anxious? Do you feel pain in your knees? Do you feel something in your hips? Do you feel it in your arms? Pay attention to the physical body. Your brain's going to try to pull you back to your head, but I'm going to tell you, just tell it to come back down. Okay, we're going to see what's happening in my physical body. Once you get an area or a general feeling of what's physically taking place in your body while you're thinking about this, so you're continuing to focus on the body as you are understanding what your um, the overall feelings and thoughts you have about yourself, then you're going to get really intimate. And you're going to really understand yourself at a new level so if I was a friend coming to you and you were really listening to me you would listen and you'd watch my body mannerisms you would try to understand me so that you could end up helping me right so that's what I want you to do is to be able to really understand yourself as a friend as a third person so you know why why did she when did this start happening when did you start saying this stuff to yourself is that a thought that you were taught by someone else Um, Did you make that thought up and was it in, what, first grade? Like really get intimate with the story inside of yourself. Um, And and sometimes this is an ongoing thing. Actually, when you're working on this, yes, it's an ongoing thing. But really try to understand it on a very intimate level as if you were your best friend. Then, it's not until after that that you can then go back into your head and logically say, This is no longer something that I want to think. I'm going to take the steps to stop this one in its track. Oh, this one's not serving me. So definitely I'm going to watch out for that thought. But you can go back into your head logically once you hear the whole story. Once you can go back into your head logically, then your body and your brain sees that you will have a way out and you feel safe. And that there's safety coming, uh, you know, in the future, in the near future at least. And so it doesn't have to have the hormones completely out of control. It can start to bring up the estrogen levels, bring down the cortisol levels. It can do all of this simply by this activity. But you can see that it's you doing it on purpose. You taking the time to really address the thoughts that you're having about yourself, why you're feeling so emotionally fragile, why you have so many negative thoughts about yourself, all of that sitting down. Okay, what's happening physically in my body? Let me follow it. Then really listening to the story as you're trying to um, really sit with your body and understand the story, right? Stay out of your head, don't make the story worse, all of that. Then you're going to be able to logically come back up into your head and decide the things that you no longer want to think, the things that you no longer want to say and maybe even come up with a strategy of how you're gonna nip those ones in the butt. So this one does take a little bit of time, but all work that's worth it is gonna take a little bit of time, and it's gonna take some daily stuff. I wouldn't suggest skipping days, especially if you're emotionally fragile, every single day. This is something that I would address every day. Take the time. Do you wake up 10 minutes earlier to do this? Do you do this on your lunch break? Like whatever works for you, but it's that important That it's something that you should be doing every single day to be able to reverse this um, feeling of being emotionally fragile. So um, I hope that this one helps some of you. Please let me know if it does. Just message me or um, when it's posted on the uh, Instagram page, just send a little message because I like to know what strategies are helping people the best. Um, I see them with my clients, but want to make sure as I'm saying them across the podcast that they're coming out just as... Uh, well and getting you guys enough information. So thank you so much for listening and follow me on Instagram and Facebook, Dana Palmer Coaching. Let me know how I can help you. I'll talk to you next week. Bye.